Do businesses sometimes overlook their employees when it comes to communications? We're going to answer that question on this episode about employee engagement. We'll tackle the tools, tactics, and discuss whether technology is a help or hindrance. Owen, is there actually any real business value to all of this? Welcome to episode 21 of Sideloads. Welcome to Sideload, the technology podcast from Edelman, London. I'm Jermaine Dallas and today we're talking about employee engagement. We talk all the time about engaging and communicating with external parties, but what about the people within the four walls of our own business? Uh, What role does technology play and are we currently drowning in the new techie tools to play with? Well, in our cosy little podcast playhouse are two Edelman experts who are dealing with this issue right now. So Nigel Miller is our Chief HR Officer and Senior Advisor for Employee Experience. Um, he's based in London, but his role includes working with Edelmen and Edelwomen across Europe. And Nicole Linger is the head of the UK Employee Engagement Team at Edelman. Uh, she leads a team of people who work on integrated projects right across Edelman. Nigel, Nicole, thank you so much for coming into the studio. Our pleasure. Thank you for having us. So let's talk, let's let me ask you this one first. Then, in, in your role, what are the types of questions that you answer every day? Well, as UK lead for our employee experience and engagement work, I'm regularly asked a number of questions by clients. Um, Firstly, how do I get my employees to advocate and promote my brand, my product, services? And that's very much about giving them the positive experiences in the workplace and, of course, the platforms, so they do this willingly and with ease. Secondly what tools do I give my employees to drive collaboration and help enhance the whole internal communications process? And third is around how do we develop an internal communications infrastructure that actually delivers state-of-the-art technology and tools or at the very least better than they have in their personal lives? And all those really ladder up to one specific question, which is how do we create compelling experiences in the workplace that lead to an engaged workforce? And from my perspective uh, as an HR leader and senior advisor in this space, I've really been gratified to find that our clients have many of the same kinds of questions, challenges and opportunities that, that we have ourselves at Edelman. Um, when it comes to truly creating an engaging experience for our employees. Mm. I mean, first off, every company that has any kind of success recognizes, I think, that people are their greatest assets. Uh, Attracting, developing, engaging those assets so that they stay and do their best work, well, that's probably among the biggest challenges that, uh, that any organization faces. But in recent times, so many conversations have revolved around how do we take advantage of emerging employee experience technology applications and how once those decisions are taken, if they're taken, do you ensure the communication and culture change efforts drive the optimal return? Sure, sure. And that's and I suppose that's that's the challenge. So do do you feel that employee engagement often gets overlooked when it comes to communications campaigns? And if so, why? Nigel? Well, I think it can still too often be the case that organizations quickly seek to tell their story to external stakeholders 
before building the foundations and making sure that our employees are on board first. But I think that's changing quickly. I do, um, particularly as most organizations realize information exchange has become so democratized and influence rests much more nowadays with employees mm. who can talk about their company on social media and use search engines to access almost any information. So our own trust barometer research has consistently shown that employees are considered the most important source of insight about a company. It's clear then that trust and reputation can be most effectively built from the inside out. I think most organizations are starting to realize that. Sure. And traditionally, internal communication has definitely been viewed as the poor relation. Um, now there's a realization that we do need to market to our employees with the same rigor and the same approach as, as we do to our consumers. So employees in the workplace are demanding the same creative content. So therefore, as a result, um, there's been a real focus, an increased focus, on employee communications and internal communications as a function. Companies spend a lot of time and money engaging influencers and advocates, but can't employees fill some of that role for little or no cost anyway? Well, Nigel mentioned our trust barometer. Our trust barometer shows that now more than ever, the employee voice wields power. So organisations really do see the value of enlisting their employees as what I describe as power communicators, as an untapped, credible sales force who can go out and advocate for their brand. And that makes perfect sense um, because they're the influencers in their networks and they can promote the brand through their own social networks and broader uh, audiences. What impact or value have you seen in companies who do employee engagement really well? There is so much evidence on this point. Um, it's a, there's a huge body of it to show that organizations who take a more holistic view of their employees experience at work are able to drive higher levels of engagement. By placing more emphasis on bringing their stated culture and values to life, for example, by, by looking to optimize all aspects of the employee journey, you know, th things like managing um, performance, financial and, and non-financial rewards to skill development and well-being, those organizations who do that well drive tangible results. And these include things like innovation, speed of decision-making, agility, flexibility, reduced absenteeism, importantly reduced unwanted turnover, and then enhanced productivity and, and customer client centricity. Um, you know, what's most important, I think, is ultimately that more highly engaged employees, organizations have been able to prove this, they ultimately produce better work. For us at Edelman, that means better client work, and for our clients, that means ultimately happy customers and consumers. But, but is, is there a way of really showing the link between really well-engaged workers and good work? Because one, one company might say, that, might say that, but then at the end of the day, they might just be a good company anyway. They're just good people. And it might be nothing to do with employee engagement. Well, it's a well-trodden path, um, and the, as Nigel said, there's a body of evidence out there to show the correlation between highly engaged work groups and their productivity and ultimately profitability for the organisation. So the data is there and it can be validated. 
Sure, sure. And in terms of the companies, you, you mentioned a lot of examples there, Nigel. Um, are there a lot of companies that are doing this at the moment really well? Well, we have clients that are doing it well. Uh, a number of clients are, that are doing it well. We could start to, to give you a number of examples. But the clients that are doing this well, as I said, are doing it because not only is it the right thing to do, but they see the results in terms of, as I said, things like um, reduced absenteeism, uh, increased ability for, for people to withstand change. And change is, is a force everywhere uh, around the world and organizations. For people to, employees to sort of manage through and be able to kind of cope with change, uh, high levels of employee engagement help to drive that. Sure. Um, well, we're going to talk a bit more about the role that technology plays in employee engagement. But first, let's have a quick listen back to the last episode of Sideload where we talked about digital health. The biggest pain point here is there's two that I that I've seen is um, the it's the remote medical need um, of, for people who are not near the top facilities. That is driving a lot of, actually a lot of the um, blending of software and hardware solutions to put remote medical solutions together. And then the other thing, specifically in the Netherlands, is the, the country used to be very, very um, it spent a lot on subsidies for elderly and disabled people. And there has been, with the austerity programs that have happened, with the recession and everything, these have been cut tremendously. And this has opened a, a huge opportunity for uh, tech companies to supply automation, some kind of automation solutions for these affected groups. And these are, again, societal pain points that are that are not being addressed or weren't being addressed because they didn't have to be. And now they have to be. You're listening to Sideload and today we're talking about the importance of employee engagement and where tech plays a part in this. We're still here with Nigel Miller and Nicole Linger from Edelman. So let me ask this then, in your view, is the proliferation of technology making employee engagement easier or more difficult? From my perspective, I'm not sure it's either. The reality is that organizations everywhere are desperately trying to keep pace with the evolving experience that employees have outside of the office. Mm. From the ease they have of downloading films on Netflix or music on Spotify to buying groceries or booking a train, literally all at their fingertips from their phones. Our challenge is to meet that same expectation inside the workplace, taking advantage of so much emerging technology to create an experience that is equally agile, intuitive, and uh, and mobile. Yeah, and it, it's also about mastering a specific purpose for each platform. So what platforms to be used for collaboration, what platforms to be used for project work, for news, and so on and so forth. So every employee really knows what they're using and what the objective is. And I think the danger at the moment that I think some people will point towards is the fact that they are almost drowning in a sea of options for technology. What approach should they take? Again, it goes back to identifying what am I trying to achieve? What 
what do I want, what platform do I want to use for informing my employees? What platform do I want to use to help them work more effectively on projects and work together? What platform do I want to use um, for uh, announcements? All those kind of things. So I suppose then that that, that leads to the, the question that I'm, I'm sure you get asked all the time. So people saying, I'm, I'm thinking of implementing X solution. Um, is that right for our company? How, how do you answer that question? Well, the first step is always to identify and understand the problem. It's very easy to jump to technology as the ideal solution, but that's not always the case. Um, we would always recommend that organisations reflect and assess all their communication channels and frameworks before reaching the technology conclusion. The problem could come from a myriad of uh, a variety of different areas. It could be around leadership visibility, it could be around organisational structure, or even management capability. Hmm. So our starting point is always to unearth the problem and then go from there. Sure. So I'm just going to build on that. Um, Nicole has, has effectively, I think, said, you know, organizations, our clients, we try to encourage them to get to begin with the end in mind. Um, and if we do that, we're more likely to find solutions that fit versus you go to forums and there are so many options, so many shiny new toys that, you know, look like, wow, I've got to have that. Mm. It's like going to a new a, a car showroom. But critical to note, and this is a slightly different point, is that technology is there now to help us, but it cannot replace managers who take the time, as they always have had to do, to show they care about their employees, that they inspire them, they develop them, and they ensure that they know what they can do specifically to help the company achieve their objectives. So there's a lot of talk about the future of work, hmm. uh, a lot of talk. Uh, I would just say that the future of work will feature artificial intelligence to an ever-increasing degree. But with that, there will be an even higher priority on basic human qualities, like sensing the thoughts and feelings of others, like working productively in teams, like building relationships and expressing ourselves. All of those things, while they're important today, will become even more important, I believe, as artificial intelligence takes on board. So artificial intelligence will be the thing that accompanies good managers. It's not going to be the thing that makes good managers or even replaces good managers. They will be complementary, for sure, I think. Sure. So in, in terms of the future then, um, can, is there sort of one technology or one solution that you think will really take hold and really be helpful to you in the future? Oh, it's hard to say one. Um, you know, one of the things that is interesting is is a lot of organizations, uh, as they're looking at diversity and inclusion, for example, we're trying to um, minimize unconscious bias. Artificial intelligence, when applied correctly, you know, applied well, um, can help us to reduce unconscious bias. Mm -hmm. So assessment tools are getting better and better and better. They will never replace human judgment, I don't believe, but they can make us better and reduce unconscious bias. That's one example uh, I would give. Nothing replaces the human voice and the human face in the workplace, and we can't underestimate the importance of emotional intelligence and 
human connections. So as Nigel said, technology will enable us and will definitely be complementary, but we must still focus on the basics like management capability and building connections in the workplace. So, I mean, to give you a, a concrete example, I, I talked about assessment, but um, there are a myriad of tools out there designed to help us track levels of engagement. Uh, and th some of them are really impressive. Um, they work in real time, uh, they can assess people's emotions, their reaction to um, new initiatives in the organization, again, in real time. So that's out there. And the artificial intelligence is getting better and better and better. People are interacting with bots. But you still need people to uh, take action on the insights. No robot, no artificial intelligence will actually engage people around the action planning on the back of the insight. The insight, however, is, is getting better and better as a result of artificial intelligence. It's a partnership between the two. Humans will become even more important as artificial intelligence grows. Well, that's, that's, that's good to know that um, your, both of your jobs and the, the, the jobs of the people you manage as well will still be done by humans, but augmented and, and accompanied and even improved slightly by machines and technology, really uh, which so. will take us into the future, no doubt. Yeah. So, uh, Nigel, Nicole, thank you so much for joining us on Sideline today. And thank you for listening to this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you want to get in touch, send us an email to sideload at edelman.com. See you next time.